I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Hope Parker, a program manager for pre-college entrepreneurship. Hope, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a program manager for pre-college entrepreneurship is and what it's like to be one? Yeah, sure. So a program manager is typically a person who oversees a program. So for me, that's uh, pre-college entrepreneurship and coordinates various projects, events, logistics, and other strategic initiatives for that program. Um, and I, what it's like to be one, I think it's pretty awesome. It's a lot of fun and you get to meet a lot of different people um, from all different walks of life, uh, which I think is pretty great. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of fun. What kinds yeah. of things do you actually do day to day at work? Honestly, each day is a little bit different. Um, and I'd say no two days are the same. I'm sure you've heard that a few times from people. But um, overall, I work a lot on building programs and events that support students and educators in entrepreneurship. Uh, so that typically means talking to these groups, listening to their needs, thinking about how we can meet that need, and then building out processes and logistics to do that. Uh, I also need um, funds to run the programs that we do. So I spend mm -hmm. a lot of time talking with people um, who want to provide resources and money to support the work that we do. Yeah, that's really cool. When did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? You know, I'm not sure what I actually thought about doing this type of work. To be honest, I didn't even know this type of work existed um, until really much later in my career. Um, so I've always loved helping people, creating things that supported them and problem solving. Um, and I thought I would do this through teaching kids, actually, until I learned um, that I could have a bigger impact if I moved out of teaching and more into a role like this. That's really neat. So did you consider any other jobs or careers before this? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Yeah, for sure. So as I mentioned before, I didn't even know this really existed until much later in my career. So from a young age, all I wanted to do was be a school teacher. So I taught preschool when I was in high school and throughout college. And then actually I was a sixth grade teacher and a high school volleyball, uh, softball and middle school boys basketball coach, like for several years. And I really thought, okay, that's it. That's what I want to be. I'm a teacher. That's what I do. Um, and then I decided that teaching was changing too much. Um, and so I wanted something different where I could create my own things and help out a lot of people. Um, even though helping the kids in my classroom was wonderful, I was like, how can I help more people? Um, and so then I actually was doing all that when I lived in Montana. And so when I moved from Montana to Arizona, um, I decided to leave teaching, use that as an opportunity to leave teaching and look for something else. Um, but I still wanted it to be an education because I think that's always been something I've really been passionate about. Um, but I didn't want it to be in a traditional school setting. So um, I actually applied and became a program manager uh, for a full-time MBA, a master's of business administration at Arizona State University where um, I could work with students. I could work with faculty. I got to help clubs and orgs. I helped with curriculum. I planned their parties, all the things that I loved about being a school teacher. I got to do 
with all these different groups and I got to travel the world. And um, it was really just a really amazing experience. And then I started missing kids because they were all like, let's say 25 to 50. Mm -hmm. And so I really started missing kids and helping them figure out what they wanted to do with their lives. So then I moved over into engineering, which is kind of funny because I said I would never go into engineering, which is what my brothers and dad uh, do. And I was like, no way. And I teased that I crossed over to the dark side and they all laughed. But um, so I started to develop, I was the director for um, K-12 engineering and entrepreneurship education. So worked with kids all over to teach them engineering and entrepreneurship and had a team who did that and built a bunch of pathways for that. And then uh, honestly, I decided I wanted to try something else. I really loved entrepreneurship. And so I decided to come work at Colorado State University um, and helping to develop. They didn't have really much for students like sixth uh, through 12th grade or for educators. So I came to Colorado State and started uh, helping to develop those programs and became that program manager there. So I've always been in education, but my it's looked different all throughout. I'm actually teach an undergraduate class at Colorado State too. So back into teaching, but always education, but it's been messy, kind of like spaghetti, throw it to the wall. It's all stringy, sticks, you know, slimy. That's what mine looked like, but it was always in education. That's a long path. Yeah, right. (laughs) So what do you like most and least about your job? Oh, my favorite part is working with and helping people discover their passions and supporting them in their dreams. Like that's what gets me up in the morning is how is this going to help somebody be the best version of themselves? Um, I love that so very much. Um, and I say my least favorite thing is rules (laughs) and Mm -hmm. policies. Uh, so navigating those and, um, trying to make sure that I adhere to the ones that I have to do without letting them slow me down um in the things that I want to build that are creative yeah makes sense now a word from our sponsor your host Kyle Northcutt here my neighborhood recycling course at kidsgreenteam.com is now only $19 I want everyone who wants to start a business and help save the planet from harmful plastics to be able to start today go to kidsgreenteam.com to grab the course and get started now okay back to the show So what do you think the future of college education is as it relates to your job? And do you ever see self-education, certifications, on-the-job training like Apple University replacing a traditional degree? I love that question, actually, because it's something that I'm working on. Um, I'm not totally sure that it will fully replace or traditional education will be fully replaced. I could be wrong, but I think that there will be um, a definite transformation in education, no doubt. Um, I think there'll be a balance of those traditional degrees along with the others that you mentioned. Um, Like I said, this is something that I'm working on uh, right now. Like how do we help students Um, in credentialing, um, certifications, um, self-paced, you know, um, learning, going back to internships, trade school kind of idea, right? Um, Because 
I think a lot of education while I work in higher education and I love it. I do think that a lot of things that we learn become obsolete uh, by the time we hit the workforce. And so how do we help build our workforce development pathway by giving small, tangible, applicable courses and learnings, whatever that might look like for students and even non-traditional students. So let's talk about anybody, you know, from out of high school on, or even in high school on, right? Ways in which they can hit the job market right away, instead of having to wait four to six years and going into a lot of debt and all of that. So I definitely think it's transforming. It's actually something that we're working on at Colorado State. It's something that I've been passionate about forever. Um, And so I think the future of college education is going to look way different um, in five years and even more so in 10 years. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, actually. I'm super excited. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be cool. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? So I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education, and then I have a master's in higher education. And it is required for, so I do teach at the university an undergraduate class. And so that master's degree is required. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, something that you do have to have. Um, honestly, to be a program manager, it is a criteria because I work at a university and they right now value that education, that four-year degree. But I would say to actually do my job, you don't need to have both of those. Um, you could be really great at my job if you were creative, curious, and a good communicator, but you do have to have those degrees for where I work because of the the environment that I work in. Yeah, that makes sense. So what's something you wish you'd been taught in school, but had to learn later on in life? Mm, Honestly, uh, probably life skills, (laughs) things like budgeting. I mean, really like, you know, learn about, you know, algebra and, you know, and geometry, which are all great. But what about things like, you know, budgeting, you know, like you just think money falls out of trees and it doesn't turns out I wish it did. Right. But Mm -hmm. like budgeting or problem solving techniques or how to ask really good questions like you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And to really hear what people are saying, how to build empathy. So you understand where people are coming from. I feel like those things help you have a a solid foundation and you can kind of then navigate any uh, content that you might learn. Yeah. Life skills. Life skills. Right? (laughs) (laughs) How much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40-hour work week, more or less? Um, Typically, I would say, so in my past life, when I worked in the NBA, I worked 80 hours a week. That was insane. I don't recommend that. That's too much. For anyone. Nope. It was really not good. Um, And now I really strive for work-life balance because I think uh, that's really important to longevity. And so, yeah, I have, I work because I teach a little bit. I run entrepreneurship and then I help do some high school dual enrollment. So I'd say between all of those, I probably do 40, a little over 40, but I make sure to really take time to recharge and have a lot of fun too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I could not imagine doing 16-hour days. That's, yeah. that's too much. It was way too much. <laughs> yeah, 
So I know for teaching, I guess you mostly work in the office, but are you sometimes able to work remotely and or like a hybrid? And does your job ever require travel? That I, So what's really interesting is I am 100% remote. So yeah, I teach pretty online. Cool. I know, right? So I teach um, online courses. Um, so I teach to online students. And then for my job, I um, do travel some. So I come to Colorado. I actually live in Arizona. So I come to Colorado one week a month or so and meet with all of our stakeholders and talk to people. But otherwise, I do everything on the computer. You know, we have Teams, we have Zoom, we have all these great applications that allow me to meet with people all over. Uh, And so I don't have to be in the office. And so um, because of that, I actually travel a lot. In my MBA program, I when I ran that, I traveled all over the world with the students. Now I just travel all over the world, taking my computer and doing my work. That's nice that you don't have to go to an office every day, especially like when it's like snowy and you have to drive like really far. Right. Yeah. Negative 14. No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I think the low today was negative 18 in Colorado. Yes. Yes. I am. am, I'm actually in Colorado right now. So yes. So cold. (laughs) So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? Um, I would say learn to build your empathy for others. Um, so I teach design thinking. It's all around empathy. But I think that's true for for any job and for this one specifically. Um, and then really learn to listen and seek to understand uh, where people are coming from. And then push yourself to be curious and creative problem solver. I think those are um the most important for this for this type of job or any job where you want to um, be in service of other people or with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I heard a quote one time. It's like, seek to be, to understand, not to be understood. Yes, I love I, that. I can't remember where I saw it though. Yep, yeah, I've seen it a million times too, but I can't remember who said it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, love that quote. Yeah, this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? myself. Uh, it's so honestly, like being the best version of yourself. Uh, so most worthy investment is focusing on people think that's selfish. Um, and there's a fine line between selfish, which is kind of ego focused. And then there's yourself, uh, which is being the best version of yourself, which is really being self-aware and showing up as your authentic self. And if you do that, um, all the other things come in, come in, to line or in alignment. And so, um, yeah, I invest a lot in myself. I spend a lot of time on myself and it's the best investment I've ever made. Yeah. That's a really good investment. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so is All there the others t- come and go, right? Yourself, mm-hmm. you're, you are you, you don't go and come and go. Yeah. So that's why I love that. Yeah. So is there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Hmm. Uh, I, you know, this is an interesting one. I have failed at so many things. And I think I've learned in my, um, in my career, um, that failure is awesome. And it always ends up working out and I learned from it. And so I don't know that I have one specific one, but I would say I fail probably daily. But I like to tell myself and others, we try to fail fast, fail forward, and fail often, fail smart. Mm 
right? Because that's how we learn. And so, um, and it's always worked out. Like anything that I failed at while in the moment, my gut might be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Somehow, some way I learned a lesson and it makes whatever I was doing even better. Yeah. Every time you fail, you learn. Exactly. So is there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Uh, You know what? I don't know that I have one person, but I grew up in a tiny, tiny town in Montana. Uh, Like I graduated 24 people. My brother graduated with 11, uh, super rural, like we had one paved street, no stoplights kind of place. But that whole, right? (laughs) But that whole community um, really supported me growing up. Um, and had a huge impact. So it wasn't just like one person. It was like all these different families and everybody played a different role in my life, whether it was sports or parenting or education. And I felt really um, blessed to be able to have grown up in a place like that where everybody was watching out with each other and the whole community was raising each other's kids um, with the best mm-hmm. interest in mind. And so um, I would totally give a shout out to my people in Joliet, Montana, uh, you know, where I grew up because they were pretty Mm -hmm. amazing people. Yeah. Do you remember how many people lived there? Yeah. It was like a total of 500 people. That's a really, really, really small town. (laughs) We had one grocery store, one gas station, a post office. Sometimes we had a restaurant. It went in and out. Um, And that's about it. (laughs) Wow. But a lot of nature, a lot of nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing, awesome. what you, mm-hmm. Knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Nah, no way. Um, kind of what I said before, right? You learn from the things that you've done and you failed mm-hmm. and you experienced. And they made me who the person I am today. Um, so I don't live in regret. Regret is in the past and something you can't fix. And so I like living in the present and the future and learning and moving forward. So no, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, because if you change any something, then you're not going to be where you are now. So. Right. I think there's a show called Glass Door or something like that that kind of shows that. Like if you'd done this, like what would happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no way. I'll just stick to where I was. Where I was. Mm-hmm. What book do you think all kids should read and why? Mm. So I don't know that I have a book, if you will. Um, so I'm going to go off the cuff here a little bit and instead say, I mean, I have lots of books I love, but I would say, if anything, go out in nature, uh, and really observe, um, what's going on there because there's so many things that we can learn by watching and taking it in. And it's really one of the best teachers and one of the best books, right? Think of all the chapters nature has, right? You've got the mountains, Mm -hmm. you've got the ocean, you've got the river, you know, like just going out, watching the animals, watching the plants, all those sorts of things. Like you can learn so much about life um, by watching what's happening in nature. Yeah, I totally agree. That's, it's a really good teacher. Yes. (laughs) So if you could make any one rule that everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? Um, be the best version of yourself and lead with empathy. Because if everybody was being Mm -hmm. truly the best version of themselves, think about it, we wouldn't have any um, hatred, we wouldn't have 
um, people competing harshly against one another. We wouldn't have, you know, like everybody would want to do the best for themselves and therefore everyone else. And the world would be a pretty amazing place if everybody focused on that. Yeah, that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like crazy to think about. Right? <laughs> I think knowing what not to do is just an, is just as important, if not more so than knowing what to do. With that in mind, what's the worst advice you've ever received? <laughs> Pick a career because of the money you'll make. I've heard that one before. And yeah, yep. it's not great. No, I mean... Yeah, it yeah, it can pick be something great in the short term. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you want you want to pick something that you want to do. Yes, yeah, something that it wakes you up and gets you excited in the morning. I agree. Mm-hmm. Conversely, what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? It kind of goes back to be the best version of yourself, but find first and then be your authentic self. Uh, stay curious and open to what life brings you because you never know what door will open. Um, I didn't ever think that my life would be the way that it is, but I always stayed open. Um, and I was and stayed true to myself of who I was and my integrity of that. And then mm-hmm. if a door opened that fit those things, I took it. So yeah. I was curious. Awesome. Thanks, Hope. Now it's yeah. time for the lightning round. Ooh, Are you boy, ready? All right. Yeah, let's do it. If you could have dinner with any famous person, past or present, who would it be? Ooh, I don't know that I have a particular person. Instead, I would say I enjoy meeting new people and talking with them and having dinner. What's your favorite sport to watch, to play? Football, volleyball. What's your favorite food? Ooh, tough. Uh, Indian, Thai, Mexican are at the top. That's pretty good. Cats, dogs, or neither? Uh, How about both? Good answer. (laughs) i'm personally a dog person but okay okay i love that what's your dream car i love my mini cooper so i'm happy what's your favorite ice cream flavor Mm, coffee i didn't know that was an ice cream flavor oh yeah and you can get it with boba in it too like chocolate boba oh yeah that Uh, does sound good so good (laughs) yeah what's the coolest place you've ever been to too many, but I really love Europe, Cambodia, and Peru. Europe is a really cool place. Yeah. What's your dream vacation destination that you haven't been to yet? I don't have just one, but I would love to visit every continent at some point. Who's your favorite musician? Oh, I'm lame. I don't really have one. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Garth Brooks, hands down. Great entertainer. <laughs> awesome thanks hope thanks again for joining us on the kids learn career show don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends see you next time